Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of three kids, ages two, five, and seven, and I live in Southern California. And I'm Megan. I am the mom of five kids, ages six through 17, and I live in Michigan. This is the Mom Hour, part of the Life Listened Network. Hey, Sarah and Megan, this is Christine Coe from the Edit Your Life podcast, and I just wanted to congratulate you on 50 episodes. That is so major. And just to say that professionally, you guys are such an inspiration to me on the podcasting and internet fronts. You guys are awesome. And personally, I just love you guys. So congrats. I am so proud of you, and I can't wait to see what comes next. Hi, Megan and Sarah. This is Kyla in Adelaide, Australia. I have two boys, aged 17 and 4. I love listening to the Mum Hour as it feels like a cosy chat with girlfriends. I'm always guaranteed a laugh and a ha and a great tip or two for handling mum life better. Congratulations on 50 episodes and I look forward to many more. Hi, Sarah and Megan. My name is Stephanie and I am the mother of a two-year-old and a little one on the way. Um, I'm a working mom, so I get to listen to your podcast usually when I'm cleaning toilets, which oddly has become my me time for the week, which is great. Um, I started listening to your podcast from episode two, so I am a longtime listener and have not missed an episode. I absolutely love your advice, especially as a new mom treading the new waters, and um, hope you have so many episodes left in your system. Thanks so much for all you do, and I can't wait to hear more. Hey everyone, and welcome to a very special 50th episode of the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, and for the 50th time in about a year, I am sitting down with my good friend Megan Francis. Hey Megan. Hey Sarah. This is exciting. It's like a party. I know. Except it's like a normal day. Except it's like a 3:30 on a Monday afternoon, so it's not really anything like a party. But but for for this little time that we have together, it's it is. Yeah, so today we're just going to kind of pause and kind of reflect back on the first year of our show and like laugh about some funny things and share some of our favorite episodes and 
kind of do a look back and then we're going to do a look forward. We're going to tell you guys what's coming up um, and some of our goals and hopes for the podcast as we go into our second year and our second 50, our next 50 shows. Um, and we, we threw out a call for you guys to call in and we got some really great messages, right, Megan? Oh, we sure did. Um, so I want to thank everyone. These are the ones that we've gotten so far. Um, we're going to include as many as possible in the actual show at the end. Um, but I want to call out the people that we've heard from so far by name and give them a big old thank you. So thank you to Dana. Thank you to Jess, Allison, Kyla, Jessica, Christine, Lindsay, Amy, Sarah, Dawn, and Stephanie. And if you are, if you call in after 3.30 on Monday, then I'm sorry I, I didn't say your name. <laughs> but, but we'll we still will. include you if we can in the final episodes or in the yeah, episode. This was really fun. So um, if you have no idea what we're talking about, we opened up through a little program called SpeakPipe lets you leave us a voicemail. And if you listen all the way to the end of today's show, um, we're going to play those voicemails that we got from those wonderful people that you just mentioned, Megan. But I'm also excited about using this same feature for future shows. Yes. So if anybody wants to call in a question, of course, we yeah. love getting your questions by email and Facebook. But um, it is like being a guest on a radio show, kind it of. Is. And I, I tried to make it clear every time we promoted, but... Um, you can erase and preview and re-record your message. So if you have total like voicemail stage fright, like you get that awkward, like, oh, that's not what I meant to say. Um, yeah. You can just do a redo over and over again. So it's a really fun way to interact with us. And I plan on using it as a, as a way to take listener questions in the future. So yes, absolutely. It is very fun and it's very easy. Very fun. So before we um, get going, it's been a while, Megan, since we like recorded a normal episode. Um, episode 49, if you guys listened, was a very interactive and crazy extravaganza <laughs> of we had multiple other podcasters on our show and we recorded in live. In our bed. In bed. Yes. Um, and apologies to those who noticed that the sound quality was not up to par in episode 49 we made a little we made as many fixes as we could but part of that was we were podcasting in a bed and it was like a very last people. minute idea too yeah. because we were going to just have sarah and i podcast in bed we'd have more control that way um but at the last minute we decided to invite like six other people or five other people into our bed so yes. it ended up being um just a little more disorganized but I super fun gained, yeah what we lost in a little uh sound quality we definitely gained in a really great episode so if you haven't listened to that um it was really fun um but because of the event we attended um a couple of weeks ago um we haven't like had our normal recording in a while so i'm going to ask you what is going on in your house this week let's do our well, normal segment sure well um, I've mentioned a couple of times that I am performing in a musical right now. It opened over the weekend. It's called Next to Normal, and it is um, a fantastic rock musical that um, deals with some pretty heavy topics. Um, and when you say you're performing, I mean, I would like you to say you are starring. I'm not going to say I'm starring. I'm, I'm going to say. say you're starring. Okay, thank you. It's a small ensemble cast, right? And it's you a are small like ensemble cast, and I guess, lead. yeah, I guess I'm the lead, yeah. Yes. So I play the mother character. Um, and she's dealing with bipolar disorder and there's just kind of like about family dynamics um, inside a house when things aren't normal. I mean, it's just yeah. I think that you don't have to really deal with mental illness to to really identify with the show. And it's so funny over the weekend, 
Um, my husband came to see it on Saturday with a bunch of our friends and they all just like cried the entire time. And then my kids came and saw it, three of them, not it's, it's a little too adult for the younger ones, but Mm -hmm. Jacob Isaac and Will, who's 12 saw it. And, um, they all said they, they teared up and just loved it. So yeah, I was, that actually made me really happy and kind of proud to show that off to them. It was really cool. But Uh, as you can hear, my voice is completely smoked because I've been singing my face off for the last 10 days and I'm very happy. There's two more weekends, but I have a break now for four days. So much needed. Yes, record your little on a talking freeze. Um, Exactly. Um, Well, you guys should go check out Megan's Instagram because you kind of like live Instagrammed the beginning of opening night. Yeah, opening night. I was like really following along from my... I think there's only like four or five pictures, but one was me getting there and, you know, one was getting mic'd and makeup, you know, in the dressing room and then backstage jitters and... I love it. And then it's so call, cool. And then curtain. So um, yeah, anything and... else going on for you? You traveled. <gasps> Jacob went to prom. I saw Jacob went Instagram. to prom. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have to share this story too. Yeah, please. Uh, he told me like two weeks ahead of time that he was going to go to prom, which is not usually, usually you have more time than that. <laughs> Um, but he said he was going and then he wasn't going to go. And so he was going to go and he wasn't going to go. Finally, I said, you have to tell me if you're going or not, because I we're running out of time. Like you need to have stuff set up. So he, um, was convinced he wasn't going to go until like the day before at three 30. And I was out of town. I was in Chicago um, seeing a client and I was like, I don't, I'm not going to get back in time to take you to the tuck shop. We have no time. We're out of time. So he was like, oh, I'll just wear my church clothes. And I said, I don't – that's not how prom works. You, <laughs> you really got to try a little harder than that. So when I got home, I went to the the tuck shop and I said, my son is going to prom in an hour. Um, what can he do for me? So he did have like nice dress pants. And we ended up um, – I ended up renting a shirt, a bow tie, and a vest. And I think that's maybe it. I saw a picture. We can share a picture. Well, most of the boys take their jackets off anyway. So I figured, you know, that part seemed kind of unnecessary. So it actually, he looked great. Yes, he did. And it just happened that we have a friend, we had a friend in town who has a really nice car. So Jacob got to pose for pictures in front of his Audi. But But not actually take the car. (laughs) No, he rode in his friend's like beige 1997 minivan. But it was really cute. We have pictures of the... Him and his friend, he didn't take a date. He just went stag. So we had a good time. It was I was happy I was able to kind of ninja pull it together at the last minute, even while still trying to late, you know, teach the lesson that this is not how we do things. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Sometimes you get lucky exactly. with the last minute talks. Sometimes yeah, you don't. Exactly. So Oh, that's yeah. really fun. Are you guys home for a while now? I know you've been traveling. Yes, I this month I'm not going anywhere. I'm very happy to just be I mean, that's not true. I'll be going to Chicago every now and then to see clients. But I but right. I won't be gone on weekends. I won't be going right. traveling anywhere. So right. very happy to kind of get back to normal or yes. next to next normal. Next to normal. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite Factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. 
She heated it up for lunch one day and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's from our O-U-R place.com code mom hour. So how about you? What's going on in your house? Yeah. Yesterday was Mother's Day, which is a really good day. Um, I feel like as my kids get older, I can actually cash in on those promises to relax a little bit. Like it just Mm -hmm. seems like that's what you should get. But then you look at your husband like trying to juggle three little kids and you're like, well, this is dumb. I'm not going to sit on the couch and let everything fall to pieces around me. And Mm -hmm. my husband, by the way, is super capable and willing to, he's great at handling all three, but it just doesn't make sense to like, (laughs) it just doesn't make sense when, when your kids need that much hands-on parenting. And I feel like we are turning a corner to where I did not feel bad. I got a massage. Nice. I went with a couple of my girlfriends and sat in the jacuzzi at our gym. And, and it was like, Brian was fine. It wasn't like, okay, bracing myself, you're leaving, you know? So again, as we say so often, it just, it gets so much easier for those kinds of things. It really does. Yeah. You're right. There's a time when it just doesn't make any sense to check out because the work you have to do. Yeah. And check back in. (laughs) Yeah. Unless you're doing something, I mean, just fabulous that you really want to do, but just to, just to relax and then put your co-parent or your kids in that kind of a yeah. situation just for putting your feet up for a couple hours. I don't know. Yeah. So yes, I had a great Mother's Day. Um, what else is going on? I'm going to be doing a little bit more local writing and covering some local things, which is something Fun. I wanted to get back into. Yeah. So I made a new writer friend who writes for some local Orange County 
lifestyle publications and she made an editor introduction. So yeah, there's so much to do for kids and families in Southern California. I mean, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we have Disneyland and beaches and yes, I've noticed. (laughs) I'll stop there. But you know, I used to do a lot of local writing in Arizona. And when I moved here, I just didn't make those connections and didn't really miss it quite honestly at first. But as my kids get older and our family is really out doing these things, I sometimes think, you know, I, I should be writing about this or I should be able to sort of contribute in those ways. So I was really happy to make this connection. And I think I am going to be at least have a chance to, um, get involved with some things locally, you know, write for some parenting geared publications locally. So that's kind of fun. I will let you guys know when that happens. I cannot wait. Yeah. So let's um let's look back, Megan. Let's go down yeah, let's memory do lane. Um, this podcast is over a year old. I think we were a year mid-April, so we're like a year and a month, and obviously fifty episodes. Yeah. So I think when we got started, we meant to do every other week, and it was just so much fun that we decided to do it every week and we didn't look yeah. back. So I'm really, <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad that we did. And I know me too. It's made it, first of all, it made us more consistent, which yeah. was something we wanted to do, but we had so much fun just having this little, at least I can only speak for myself, but I had so much fun just knowing I had this to look forward to. We always yeah. we usually record on Fridays, except for life yeah. when life gets weird, like it did this week. Yeah. Um, I couldn't talk to you on, fr- on Friday because I had no voice left. You had no voice. I was like, do not call me. Do not <laughs> yeah. So we shifted things around and now you've got a baby sleeping in the, or a baby, yeah. a toddler sleeping in the house and who knows what'll happen in the next 20 minutes or whatever. But, um, but it was also just so nice to be able to catch up with you every week. I yes. felt like it gave the show a lot more momentum. It did. It did. And I think um, we got some great feedback right away that kind of helped helped keep us going. But yes. yeah, it was originally. And I, there's a couple podcasts I listen to that publish every other week. And I do get like kind of, I'm like, ah, you're anxious it about little, it, you know? Yeah. But I think, um, I don't know, you've said this about podcasting uh, to our fellow podcasters that I think as long as it's consistent, it's helpful for listeners. But. And, and I think it's easier to be consistent when you're weekly, personally. Yeah, that's true. Every other week is just too easy to be like, well, I mean, maybe we could do every third, you know, right. let's skip right. this week. And every week is just like a schedule yeah. I can stick to. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I went back into the the statistics that we have on the downloads and I was very curious what our most popular shows are. And I don't, I don't know that you've looked at this list that I pulled, but I'm going to just kind of throw them out there. So our top five most popular episodes by downloads are episode number one, where we talked about what happens when you have a meltdown. Now, part of that is because sometimes people start at the beginning of a podcast probably. So maybe that more represents that people listened and then checked out and didn't and stopped (laughs) listening. So maybe that's a really bad thing, but yeah. Well, but it's funny. I have not gone back and listened to episode one, but it's a great topic. We talked about how to handle it when you lose your, you know what, in front of your kids. Um, so that was really fun. But the the rest are not like episodes one, two, three, four, and five. So it's not just our, not just our first five or our top five. Um, another really popular one is when we talked about having a healthy media diet. So yes, not we just, get a lot of feedback on that one too. Yes, we get a lot of feedback and people <laughs> continue to tell us that that was one of their favorites. So we talked about not just scaling back on social media use, but also introducing media that you really love into your life, like reading again, if you've gotten Mm. out of the habit of reading or listening to really good music, finding new music to listen to. So, um, I feel like I could go back and listen to that because that's one of those where like you need your own advice sometimes when you get in a rut. Um, 
So another popular one is routines for a happy mom life. Mm. Um, I almost feel like that could be like an annual one because don't you feel like we all need a reset on our routines sometimes? And wasn't that a right around the New Year's? Was that when we did that one? I think it was before. I think it was like late fall. Oh, Um, so like more school yeah. School time. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about like what time we get up in the morning and how we integrate exercise into our days and yeah. how you, how your work at home life, like when your work, you know, when you work the most and when yeah. you're, um, but I do feel like that one is like that topic never gets old. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. Episode seven is one of, probably one of my favorite shows that we've done. And that is, are you done having babies or how do you know yes. when you're done having babies? That was one um, of my favorites. Didn't we both get really choked up during that one too? Is that the uh, one? No, the well, one I mean, that's happened cried a few times. was the one about our kids becoming adults. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> or right. Jacob had a little cameo at the end. Yes. He recorded him oh, that's when he right. turned 18. Yeah. That was the one where we both were quite emotional at yeah. the end um and then the fifth most popular show is episode 35 about stuff junk and things and mm. that one was a really fun one that was where we took on the KonMari method yes which actually was not the plan it just happened that that topic was kind of blowing up it actually came from a listener question yeah um, about how to organize all the C-R-A-P in your home when you've got little kids around. Right. Um, But it happened to be when the Marie Kondo book was kind of taking everyone by storm. So we kind of responded to that trend and then gave our own thoughts. Can I tell you that I literally just just put together that it's called the KonMari method because her name is Marie Kondo? Like just now? (laughs) Welcome. Welcome, (laughs) Megan. It just sounds so official and it's she just made it up. Yeah, that's your name. <laughs> okay. You could be the from Maggie. Fran, the Fran Maggie <laughs> method. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, I am not always super quick on the uptake, I will tell you. Anyway, go on. Well, go on. as we discussed, we are not we're, we're not anti-KonMari. We just had some things to say about how those concepts work in yes. real life with small children. Exactly. Um, but I kind of want... I kind of want to hear from you on episodes or topics that you remember really liking or shows that stick out in your mind over the last year. I know I'm kind of putting you on the you spot. You are putting me on the spot. Well, there's just so many. Um, I really loved uh, – you got to go first because I got to think about this for a second. Okay. Otherwise, I'm just going to start rambling and talking about a whole bunch of them and then, you know. Okay. I, I will go first. To the point. I will go first. first. I will allow you to collect your thoughts. Thanks. Um, one of my favorite shows we've done is where we declared that we hate fun. Oh, and yeah, we hate fun. Yeah, we didn't mean oh, that to was, do that. You stole that. that one from me. I was going to mention that. Well, one. that could be. It could be a both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, what's funny is we didn't mean to do that. It, it was based around a, a, an essay you'd written about how you hate the swings, and that that's yes. okay. Like, not you don't have to love everything that you do with your kids, um, but. It, it really ended up being called We Hate Fun. And it was mostly about all the things that moms are supposed to love doing that we end up hating. Um, But I really think it kind of launched an ongoing theme, especially with me. I have to say, I think I hate fun more than you do. You do. So I've I've worn that. I have a lot of fun with how much you hate fun. It is true. It is true. I will tell you there was a parade in town over the weekend and I did not go. (laughs) Yes. I pawned all my kids off on people who enjoy fun. Or enjoy parades. Yeah, no, parades are like at the top of fun things. But, you know, again, going back to the idea that my kids are getting older, I have gone to things or done things, even since we recorded that episode probably like nine or ten months ago, 
where I've thought I would never have wanted to do this a year ago. And part of it is just because like we were saying, things get easier. So I may start to like small bits of fun again mm, but that was a that was a really if you're not, not if you're breath. looking to go back in the archives and you're not you haven't been with us the whole time that's episode 10 and um I don't know why that just sticks out of my head as a favorite so all right now um, now let me throw one out okay, otherwise go. you'll just get all the good ones um I really loved the one we did when we talked about um siblings yeah liking each other and yes. I don't know what episode number that was but yeah I, it was I like in the, it. the winter yeah, it's, it's called raising siblings who like each other um, and that, that is a really good one. And that's, um, came from a listener question. And I want to say, I thought that one kind of got me a little choked up too. Yeah. Probably. Maybe not as much as the other one, but, um, I also really liked all the holiday ones and that's a whole bunch, but I really, I love the holiday, like the Christmas yeah. holiday. And yeah. we talked about moms enjoying the holidays. We talked yes. about our favorite TV and movies and yes. um, music. And we also did that special where we recorded posts. Yes. Um, and that was really fun. Like yes. we read our favorite essays or posts that we'd written and we did five of them and people actually listened. We were surprised yeah. by that. Yeah. So yeah. I think we should do that again sometime. That was really fun. Yeah. So I'm just looking at it now. Raising siblings who like each other is episode 29 and coincidentally that goes right into several holiday episodes. Oh, good. So we okay. must've done that one kind of right before yeah. December. Um, and one of, I, I will say that the episode we did about great gifts for moms, meaning mm-hmm. like what people should get us for yes. <laughs> the holidays, um, we, that purposely goes for any time of year. So that's another good one. If you have a birthday coming up, we just passed Mother's Day. But um, I know it always happens to me where it's like, what do you want? I'm like, oh, nothing. I don't know. And then yeah. like I go to, you know, I end up in a mall for some reason. I'm like, oh, I really want that. You know, right. I just forgot. So that was another fun one. Um, you know what I've really liked is our two-part series. We outed ourselves the last time we did this, that when we, when we need to record back to back, in other words, record two shows in the same recording session, that's when we record two part series, because for our brains, it's easier to just wrap a show, take a water break and then continue on the same topic. But I actually, I think it's really let us, um, like go deeper into a couple topics. So those have been really fun for me. And, um, yeah, we did on free range parenting. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. So that was episodes 12 and 13. And then we did the travel, traveling spouses, traveling selves, like how oh, to yeah. handle it when your spouse travels and then you. That was 36 and 37. And then we just finished doing um, Style and Beauty in a two-part series. Um, those and were did, 40, did you 40. mention the one um, about things we freaked out about? Oh, that's another one of my favorites. Or things we yeah. shouldn't have freaked out about, toddlers yes. and babies, right? Yes. And so those, and those were recorded like not at the same time. Right. That's why. But yeah, things we should not have freaked out about as new moms. And then we did a follow up as toddlers. Yeah, those were really fun, too. Um, But what this is bringing up for me is that we get so many of our ideas from good listener questions. And sometimes I feel bad somebody will have a topic idea and it kind of goes on a list and we don't always get to that specific topic for mm. months maybe but just so you guys know those are those are helping us all the time you know think of new things to talk about and and tap into what our listeners are wanting to hear about so yeah. a lot of those topics that we just talked about came from listener questions I think so thank you thank you and keep sending them please thank you thank you you can always email us at hello at the and we get them on um yeah so that kind of takes me to the next thing I was going to talk about, which is what's like, what do we love about this? What's been some of your favorite parts? And I'll, you can extend that to podcasting in general, because you have 
a network of shows and have been doing this a lot. But what what do you still like wake up in the morning and love about podcasting? What's really fun for you? Well, you know, we just spent time. um, We were at the Mom 2.0 Summit together Mm -hmm. and we spoke. I spoke about podcasting with Kristen Chase of Cool Mom Picks and Jane Maynard of This Week for Dinner. And we all three of us during the sessions kept talking about how it feels like old style blogging where people are actually engaging with us. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, you know, blogging became started to kind of lose its luster for me in the, I don't know, last three or four years I was doing it because people, all the conversation went to Facebook and I feel like it just got so, so, uh, I don't know. There was just so much content out there, blog yeah. content, that people mm-hmm. weren't really spending a lot of time with any one piece. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like people were just going, you know, going on Pinterest and seeing a recipe and getting the recipe and then getting off. And maybe off a little less connection to the writer blogger. A lot, yes. Like a less personal It was less personal, tie. for sure. It felt like it, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like podcasting, people are excited about it. And the people who are listening are really engaged and really loyal and really excited to hear more. Um, it's just, I love it. It's, it's just reminding me kind of what, of what that felt like to get, even though we're not getting, we don't have a comment section that's like blowing up the way blogs were, you know, five years ago. Um, we're hearing from you a lot via email and I love email email. and Facebook. And I mean, I think if you combine the Facebook comments, the comments on the blog post and the emails, it, I mean, there's an engaged, yes, very engaged people. I know I'm not always the most vocal, so I will listen or read something and like comment in my head (laughs) and just not make it to the computer to respond. And so I think there are those people too. So I do think there's a very engaged. Yeah. And I, and I just feel like it's, you know, people keep referring to us like they're friends. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like, or people that they're having coffee with, and I just think there's a way for us to reach people in a much more intimate way with the podcast than was even possible in writing. And that's that was kind of surprising for me because I've always thought of myself as a writer first. Yeah. It turns out I, I'm just a conversationalist first. Yeah. I just like to talk. Well, <laughs> I actually, could do that in writing or in verbally, the, you know? Exactly. And one of the things actually I like about podcasting that I think is harder for me as a writer is, is that we don't edit. I mean, unless unless we just, unless we have a technical problem, we don't. What you hear is what we're saying. 80% of our shows probably have almost no editing for almost none. We, you know, John puts the music on at the beginning, at the end, he checks the sound levels, but nothing comes out. I mean, the only times we've ever clipped it, we've never taken out an opinion that we wish we would have stated better. We've never taken anything out like that. Um, the only thing we've ever changed is, like a dog barking or a baby yeah. crying or, you know. And now and sneezing. We just leave Sneezing. Those yeah. We yeah. Like I to, mean, we're, yeah, it's, it, this is, if what you hear is what you get. And that was really hard for me to let go that way as a writer. Yeah. Um, I couldn't, I, I can't, I'm as a writer, I edit, I me polish, too. I make it pretty and that's great. And there's definitely room for great prose, but I think what's nice about podcasting is we're just super real. This is us. And I think um, in the realm of, Parenting advice. Yeah. In the realm of parenting advice, I mean, I have near crippling uh, like awareness of how many different styles there are. So when you write, yeah. put something out there in writing, I mean, I just brace myself for the comments or the mis- – not even just the nasty troll comments, but also just being misunderstood or being yes. kind of misapplied or misinterpreted. And so I, I always feel like with an essay or a blog post, it takes up a lot of my <laughs> mental and – emotional energy to make sure I put something out that is not judgmental and respectful, but also, you know, reflects what I'm trying to say. And I think in podcasting, we just don't have time to, we just say it. So, and I I think think that it's so evident 
via everything else, our our tone, the way yes. we talk to each other. I mean, I think it's just we're able to get across so much more in a podcast than you yes. ever could like in an essay. Yes. And people can disagree with us and probably do, but it's, it's just a little bit more of a, it's a conversation instead of like being black and white on the screen where yeah. then there's dissenting comments and then there's misunderstanding, you know, just, it can get ugly. I don't know. Yeah, um, no, I agree. So I do, I, I find that when you're used to writing, this is freeing in a way, because it's even if you do yeah. say something that comes across wrong, it's kind of gone into the ether. If someone wants to come find us and really <laughs> exactly. argue about it, great. But that hasn't really <laughs> happened yet. Well, and they'd have to, I mean, if they, the other thing is it's not a one for one match. So like uh, if I write something, someone is going to maybe criticize me in a written medium. But if I record something, unless they record their own podcast right. to right. disagree with me, right. then it just kind of doesn't go anywhere. You know, right. it's just right. different. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I agree. It's, it's a lot of fun and it's, um, it's a lot of fun and it's really, it, it has allowed me to relax a mm-hmm. lot. Another thing I think is funny is our, our personalities are coming across so much better. I think when, mm-hmm. when, you know, it's funny, I, I got nominated a few years ago, like, I mean, now it's probably been six or seven years for, um, funniest Twitter mom, like, Funniest mom on Twitter. You are I don't know. It was like in the Twitter, in the top fifty of Babel, whatever. Yeah. And they wanted me to go to my blog and pull something funny out from my oh. blog, not from my Twitter, right. to like a like a funny quote to include in my bio. And I went on at the point at that time it was the happiest mom. There was nothing funny. I didn't have one funny thing. I mean, I couldn't find any. I mean, yeah, not, that, there that were always like little bits style. of humor, yes. but it wasn't. It was so earnest. And I, I remember even my sister-in-law said to me one time, she's like, you're really funny and your blog isn't funny. <laughs> People don't know that about you. And I said, well, it's just not the place for it. And that's fine. It wasn't it right. wasn't a, a, a humor blog. Um, and that was fine. And I didn't feel bad about that. But it's just kind of funny now that we get to have ha funny that our, our whole personalities can kind yeah. of be embraced while still kind of being ourselves and getting across the same points. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah, yeah. there's just, it's just a completely different medium, obviously. Obviously. Um, but it does allow, I think, allow for that authentic voice. Yeah. Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? 
Hyo was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Hyo's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash MomHour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Um, so yeah, I, I do want to talk about, do you have anything else to talk, to be reflective on before we talk about what's nah, next for this show? I'm done reflecting. No, we're done. We're done with that. <laughs> no more looking back. Um, okay. So I'm excited to tell our listeners some of the things we are going to cook up in the next year. And I also think that declaring them out loud will maybe light a little fire to have us actually make them happen. So if you're listening to this and we're not delivering on some of these things, you guys can come after us and be like, hey, you said you were going to do this. Um, so the first thing we know we're going to do is start having interview episodes. So mm-hmm. um, we've decided to try to do one to two interview shows per month in addition to our weekly conversational chats, right? I believe that's the plan. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, um, I've actually- It's an ambitious record- plan. What's that? Well, it's an ambitious plan, but it when I feel, plan. I feel well, we can probably do. <laughs> it's that's true, um, yeah. but I think the key is that they we're not going to replace our usual banter with no. um, an outside interview. Partly because, like we talked about, we like the weekly consistency, and we never run out of things to chat about. But there are there are lots of reasons to bring on other voices on the show. Sometimes we're just not qualified or interested in devoting a whole show to a topic that sometimes there's a really interesting voice who can. Um, and there's also just a bunch of really great people that we would love to have on the show. So they're going to be bonus episodes. Um, so they'll air once a month, maybe twice a month if we can. And I actually interviewed Asha Dornfest, author of Parent Hacks already. And so that first bonus interview will come out hopefully in the next week or so. Yeah, that's You're listening to this when it comes out. So by mid-May. Um, and I'm excited about that. You've obviously done a lot more interviews, Megan, cause you've been podcasting longer and uh, when you, with your journalism background and stuff, mm-hmm. your magazine writing, but, um, I loved interviewing Asha and I'm really excited to do more of that kind of podcasting. So me too. That's a, yeah, that that's all I have to say about that. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, so what else, how, how else do you see the show kind of evolving as we go into year two? Well, I think, you know, um, we've, we've had some internal discussions <laughs> about how in our to, board meetings. in our board meetings, right? <laughs> Which were you, like you, me and John sitting around yakking yeah. and, or me uh, texting you on the, or trip yeah, or you texting me. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, one thing that's just a reality that we have had to face is that this is really, really fun, but yes. we want to be able to make this something that we can sustain and there are costs involved and there's time Absolutely. cost involved. And so we're, we're really, we've had sponsors on in the past and they've been great. And every sponsored episode we've done, I felt fantastic about, and I have felt like we still did, we still delivered a great show that's interesting and not, you know, 
uh, an hour-long infomercial. Right, exactly. I think now we're just going to get more organized about it. So I think yeah. you can expect to hear from sponsors more. I think that's going to be a good thing for everybody. I think it's going to allow us to make the show even better, maybe even more frequent. Um, because every time we divert time to this, we're taking time away from something else. So, right. you know, that's something that I think is definitely going to happen. And we've already got some people we're talking to that are great brands that we're really excited to work with. Um, we're never, I mean, just like we were with The Happiest Home, uh, we're never going to become an ad machine. That's right. just not our style. Um, so we want to make sure that we have every, all the content we do, all the sponsored content we do are going to be brands we believe in and the content's going to be genuinely interesting, entertaining, entertaining, helpful, hopefully all of the above. Yeah. So that's one change coming up, I guess. Yeah, not okay. even really a change, just more like more of the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I do, I think, um, you know, podcasting sponsorship is something, if you've been listening to podcasts since the beginning, I mean, the, people listening to podcasts and radio shows are used to hearing um, from brands. And I think yeah. what we can do is really make sure that the brands we're working with and the stories we're telling are right in line with what our listeners want. So yeah. that's what you guys can expect. And we, yeah, we want the show to be successful so we can keep doing it for a long time. Absolutely. Um, so I have some topics that I want to do in the next several episodes, um, that we can tease people with a little bit. Um, soon, I don't know if it's going to be next week or in a couple weeks, we're going to talk about getting organized for summer. Um, I found a post that I had written, uh, probably two or three years ago when I had come up for air, um, after having a third baby and actually kind of wanted to be a little bit more organized about the summer and, um, just has some good tips, I think about, not that you have to have a summer schedule every day or have anything like pre-programmed because that's not really my style, but like some, just the way you nest before a baby or you get ready for back to school, like get some things about the home and the routines to get ready for a pleasant and organized summer. So we're going to do that in a couple weeks. Um, I also want to talk about travel and traveling with kids because we've gotten that topic request a lot yep. um, and we haven't uh, devoted a whole show to it. So obviously with summer coming up, um, I think that one will be a fun one. Um, and then we have said forever that we're going to do a show about personality types where we're going to do our Myers-Briggs and our Enneagram. Yes. Oh, let's me, do that. Soon. And then compare, yes, reveal, <laughs> reveal, the reveal. and just talk about personality tests in general and yeah. understanding your own personality and also parenting, especially you, because you have these like adult and nearly adult people parenting different personality types that are different yes, from yours. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah. really good one. Um, and then I'd also, the other one I wrote down is I would love to do a part two where we take listener questions. So when we did that episode, we had four listener questions that were awesome. Um, but they weren't, n none of them was enough to like devote a whole episode to. Yeah. And I thought, I thought it was really fun because it let us kind of give some off the cuff advice on these different topics that people had written in with without needing to contextualize an entire hour long yes, show absolutely. around it. So I think, I think we gave good advice actually because think, of that, yeah. because we didn't have to commit that this is like our whole topic and we needed to cover the whole thing. Right. Um, it was just like somebody asking you for advice at the playground and yeah. we told them what we thought and that was really fun. So we, we always have enough incoming topics that I'd like to do that again too. I think we could do that regularly. Honestly. Yeah. It's like, like, a, it's like a column, like a deer. Yeah. Deer Yes. I, I mean, if people keep sending them in, hint, hint, yes. um, we can definitely, I feel like we could pull a few and do that. I mean, maybe not monthly, but pretty often. Yeah. Agreed. And, and it was, it was almost, I almost think sometimes when we devote a whole show, it puts the pressure on us to, to, 
to do be thorough. And when we, instead, when we tackled four topics, it just, we were just quick and dirty about it. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, I know one thing I'd like to do coming up is we're going to record a new show intro where we say, what do we say now? We're like, hi, I'm Sarah. Um, first of all, our kids ages are now aged out. Oh my gosh. That's right. Out of date. Um, (laughs) so yeah, so you guys will just probably notice some, some uh, spring cleaning, and, some brushing yeah. up around. Yeah, new We're going to get totes profesh here, you guys. Yeah, totes profesh. Brace yourselves. Um, <laughs> and that brings up that if you're a listener who listens through your podcast app or your Stitcher or your Pocket Casts and you don't usually head over to the website, um, it's always good to check in at themomhour.com every once in a while. We're trying to keep that website really useful. Um, we're always linking to stuff we talk about in the show, in the show notes. Um, you can sign up for our email list while you're there. All the you can links see all of our social feeds, social media. Fine, yeah. yeah. So, um, if you're purely listening, I would encourage you to go find us somewhere else, whether that's on the website or on your favorite social media network. Cause it just kind of adds one more layer of connection and it's kind of fun. Yeah, totally. Um, and Oh, this is something that's going to change in the next few months. And that is that Violet will start preschool in August, which Ooh. will mean we will no longer have to schedule around <laughs> naps and or my once a week sitter. I was thinking about that when we were rescheduling this this recording session. I was like, we are not long until the time where we won't have to do that anymore. Yes. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. Things are changing, huh? Yep. Yep. All good stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of all I got for today, but I, I do want to just close on podcasting in general, which we've touched on and how much listener support helps our show and helps podcasting in general. I feel like podcasting is about to blow up and I know it is going to blow up. So if you're listening to this, we're preaching to the choir, obviously you're already already ahead. But one thing (laughs) I would, if you're, if you love, if you're truly a fan and love us, one thing I would encourage you to do is if podcasts come up and casual conversation with your mom friends or your work colleagues. Um, Take the time to educate people who are curious about how easy it is to listen to podcasts. I mean, one one thing that podcasters have a hard time with, I think, is the the perceived technological difficulty of it. Does that make sense? So like people are like, oh yeah, I keep hearing about podcasts, but I don't really know how to get one. So if you, if you're one of the ones in the know, help your friends. I mean, let them know not just about our show, but like how awesome it is to listen to podcasts. Cause I yeah. do think that podcasting is the next big it, thing. It's the next big thing. And there's, and there are people are really excited about, but then there's also this other, and honestly, if I weren't podcasting, I would be one of the confused people because mm-hmm. I just don't learn how to use stuff very fast mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, just like how to listen to them. I mean, really, yeah, it's easy, but unless you're the kind of person who's always checking out new apps and stuff, and I'm right. not that person that you my friends might just not know. So yeah. And, and it's often, not always easy to find good ones either. That's the other thing I think is confusing about like iTunes. Right. When you search a bunch of old stuff comes up, what comes up in their top is not even usually current. So right. it really helps to yes. spread the yeah, word. Yeah. Just grab your friend's phone and show them how easy it is to get a podcast app and listen to some shows. Um, I feel like when I, when I meet another person who listens to podcasts, it's like being in a club, you know, you're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and Obviously, as we close the show, you guys are going to hear from each other, the listeners who called in and left us awesome voicemails. But um, I hope listeners feel like there is a community out there, not just that they're listening to us, but that other moms are listening to the same stuff. And if that makes the world feel a little smaller, then we've done 
our job. So I don't know. Do you have any wise words to wrap us up, Megan? Oh, wise words. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, I mean, just keep, we're so grateful that everyone's listened so far and we just want everyone to keep, to keep listening. Um, and we we're, please give us feedback because we don't know mm-hmm. if we're doing what you want us to do, uh, unless, you know, we hear from you and sometimes download numbers don't tell the whole story. So, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. we'd way rather have a show that our, you know, 50 most loyal listeners love to death than one that maybe a whole, you know, 10 times that listen to casually. Like right. that's what I'm going for anyway, right. you know? Yeah. Um, so we're really it, much like blogging once felt like a community. I think there is, um, it's a different medium, but I think there's like a really an opportunity here to make podcasting feel, have that community feeling as well. And a lot of that is rising, you know, the tides rising all the boats, meaning supporting other podcasters. Um, and also just getting more people to listen. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Well, enjoy everybody. Enjoy these wonderful messages that made our days over the last few days. And we will be back with fresh topics and more fun stuff uh, starting with episode 51 next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much. Hi, Megan and Sarah. This is Sarah from Bluegrass Redhead and the Pantsuit Politics Podcast. And I just wanted to say, great job on 50 episodes. I've learned so much from the mom hour and just sort of always felt like I'm chatting it up with my friends, which is always a great experience. So congratulations. Best of luck on the next 50. Hi, Megan and Sarah. My name is Dawn. I live in South Carolina and my children are almost five and almost three. I started listening to you guys as a rollover from the home hour, which I loved, and I love you guys too. Bravo on reaching 50 episodes. That's incredible. Uh, My topic request would be actually how you guys handle teaching your children about money. I would love to hear your tips and tricks. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. Hi, Megan and Sarah. This is Lindsay. I wanted to congratulate you on your 50th episode of the Mom Hour. And um, thank you for keeping me company when I'm cleaning my house or on the way home from work at 11 o'clock at night. Um, Your podcasts are something I look forward to and I save for when I really, really uh, need something fun to listen to. And um, I love to hear from you. Thanks. Megan and Sarah. Happy 50th episode of the Mama Web. I'm quite sure when you asked for people to call in, you were not expecting the lovely stylings, vocal stylings of Jessica Ashley from Single Mom Nation Radio and the content coaches. But I'm just so excited for you. I want to tell you congratulations. I'm so proud of what you do and the way that you make me laugh and think and feel like I'm in the living room with both of you every single week. I am also thankful that it is Megan who told me I had to start podcasting. And so Single Mom Nation Radio and the content coaches later, I'm proud to be one of your colleagues as well as one of your listeners and friends. So enjoy, celebrate. Here's to like 5,000 more. Hi, Megan and Sarah. This is Amy from North Carolina. I've been listening since the beginning and eagerly anticipate each new podcast download. I'm also a mom of five, ages 11 down to one, and I had my first baby when I was 20. So 
So it's especially encouraging to me to hear Megan speak from just a few years ahead of me in a similar experience. I actually don't know anyone else in a similar situation to me, for that matter. Even when we may all three do things differently or approach our lives from differing perspectives, your podcasts remain down-to-earth, authentic, and very non-judgy mom. Each family is different, and that's okay. Congrats on your milestone, and I can't wait to hear your next 50 episodes. Happy Mother's Day, and congrats on 50 episodes, Sarah and Megan. This is Allison in Chicago, and I want to thank you for filling each week with your wit, empathy, and experience. You are a critical part of my commute and sanity each week. I'm also loving the recent episodes about mom style and beauty. Keep them coming, please. Here's to 50 more. Hi, Megan and Sarah. Congratulations on your 50th podcast. This is Jessica O'Donnell. I just wanted to say thank you for the support that your podcast has given me, especially in the last two years. My girls are both under three, and we've gone from Arizona to Ireland, back to Arizona, and now we've landed in Oregon to stay. And your podcast has helped me feel grounded and sane, and I think you guys are incredible women. Thank you for the time that you spend putting this together, and thanks for being part of my virtual village along with the amazing women that I've collected as we've traveled throughout the world. Here's to 50 more incredible episodes. Hi, Megan and Sarah. This is Jen from New Jersey. Um, I have a three-year-old and a one-year-old, and I love your show, Um, mostly because I feel like I'm just, like, listening in on the mom conversations. As a working mom, I don't always get to have in a cubicle with much older colleagues, Um, and I also love that basically your whole philosophy is um, don't worry about it because that's kind of all I have time for is not worrying about it. So just the validation from people who have children who are older and have already kind of grown up into somewhat responsible teenagers, adults, it makes me feel a little bit better that I'm not messing everything up by just doing the good enough philosophy of parenting. Anyway, you guys are very entertaining, and I love your show, and congratulations. Hello, Megan and Sarah. This is Dana. I am a longtime listener of the Mom Hour and the other uh, podcasts that that you guys have done. I am a stay-at-home mom. I have two boys, and what I really love about the podcast is just it's an example of two moms that have relaxed into motherhood. That it's okay to be the kind of person and the kind of mom you want to be. It's okay to not like fun, not like street fairs, not like volunteering, that it's it's okay to just uh, be the kind of mom that feels right to you. Um, I would have to say your podcast has been my gateway podcast, that it's the first podcast that I've listened to and now I listen to a whole bunch and every single time I hear a podcast that you recommend I I find myself listening to that one too so keep up the good work and thank you so much hi ladies it's Erica and Kelsey from the girl next door podcast congrats on 50 Woohoo! that's huge we're so proud of you guys we love you guys and you're some of our favorite podcast sisters so we are going to send you an actual yep high five on 50 episodes because we live next door to each other and we can do things like that that's right okay all right let's make it a good one okay here we go ready go 
Hope you heard that. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. Sarah, I started a Substack last spring just kind of as an experiment and it turns out I love it. I'm treating it kind of like an old school blog, writing about things that are happening in my life. Megan, I've loved following your stuff on Substack and I actually just really like Substack in general. You know, we've both been a lot less active on Instagram lately, and I'm finding that Substack scratches that itch to connect and create without all the busyness of a typical social media feed. So I would love it if Mom Hour listeners wanted to look me up there. I'm at meganfrancis.substack.com, and that's Megan with two A's, M-E-A-G-A-N francis.substack.com.